This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Listen, I am sorry that we're about to talk about food because my stomach is still churning. Why are you sorry? Because I, I'm still coming off of that Ryan Seacrest wearing somebody else's Grundy's oh, story, okay. and I feel a little gross. Well, let's get that out of our mind then. I'm going to try. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. I have so much food news. It, we needed to like put it all somewhere. Okay, where do you want to start? And deal with I'm it. Hungry. Well, I want to start at Arby's. Choo choo. I want to start at Arby's. Oh God! Here we Please go tell again. me you're not nope. going to tell me about your. Pull it together. <sighs> I will bags. simply begin by mentioning Arby's was all. Hey, we got a new item. It's going. This thing's. It's going to be big. Everybody's going to be big. And I thought maybe they're bringing back. The potato cakes, oh, maybe they so you're heard about to our get real cries. frustrated. Yeah, I'm a little. I mean, I might be a little bitter. Okay. Well, I could have told you that because they're not bringing back the potato cakes, yep. the beloved, perfect, amazing little pillows of potatoes, known as the potato cake. No, no, no. What no. is it? Okay. Okay. So I'm judgy about this too. Oh wow. Right. This is a big. It is a big deal because this is the first time Arby's has ever had a. Hmm? Hamburger on their menu. Arby's is known. Oh! I know. So Arby's is known for I its. I didn't know that. Ro- it's big beef Montana's. It's and it's known for its roast beef sandwiches, right? Yeah. Then they kind of they they added some flavor in with their market, um, not market. Pantry. Yeah, like their sandwiches, their deli yeah. sandwiches. So they kind of went that direction for a hot moment, and you can still get all that there. So they were, you know, trying to diversify, trying to diversify their uh, their food portfolio. Interesting that they are going the burger direction, but okay, tell me more. Right. So, but they're going to make, but their burger is different. Are you ready for what makes their burger different? What makes their burger? Let's see. It's and got I want to know. Stuffed inside. I, don't even tease me like that. Is it like their roast beef that's ground up in the patty form? No. Oh god. In fact, it's going to be so much better than any burger you can get at any other fast what? food restaurant because that's it a is tall order. Wagyu beef. Oh. How are they going to scale that at fast food prices? They, okay. Well, because it's probably not officially. Or what? Well, I mean, like, how how can they source that much wagyu? I think that's a good question. And number one, I my first thought was wagyu oh. beef, great, but also it's kind of like I mean, it's great and it's still a thing and it's good beef, yay. But like the trend of wagyu beef is kind of five years ago. Yeah. So okay. So I'm reading it. It says 52 percent wagyu and 48 percent ground beef, which will be more than and better than. Anybody Any else? other fast food yeah. burger, but okay. it is not a hundred percent. They wanted to do a thing more than anyone else is doing it. Mm-hmm. Exactly, they created this so that they could have a marketing opportunity. So they are focusing on making the highest quality burger the market has ever seen. So not only will this be the first burger 
that ever has been on the menu at Arby's. It will be the most fanciful, fancy burger. Okay, I mean, it looks good. I will tell you ever. that looks amazing. Mm-hmm. But they all do, right? Yeah. But, but okay, so hope. here's a couple other pieces of information about this Wagyu Steakhouse burger. It will be served with American cheese, shredded lettuce, tomato, pickles, red onion, and a special burger sauce Okay, on a toasted brioche bun. And they do claim that it is about 50% bigger than McDonald's Quarter Pounder. Oh, so which just, would make it what? Uh, fifty percent bigger would be like another eighth. Eighth. So a quarter and an eighth is what? Is a, uh so you got a two eighths, three eighths, three eighths burger. Eighths burger. Wow. Three eighths. Thank pound, God three my kids pounder. are working on fractions right now, and I was able to pull that one together. Three eighths pounder. Anywho, um, how do you feel about this? What are your thoughts? I mean, what I would eat feelings? it. I would totally try it. I, I think mean, we should add it to the cheat day list. We're going to try yeah. it. Like, it's going to be on the cheat day list. Obviously, I will say I think we should go Sharesies because, like, no oh, way. I need, yeah, I don't need that whole can thing. Can I do a mid-afternoon burger without no, a nap at about two? Yep. So, okay, so. Okay, so Wendy's not bringing back your potato cakes. I'm boo, bitter about boo. that, but okay with the with the burger. burger. Okay, Wendy's burger. When does that happen? Uh, soon. Okay. Great. I already shut it. Okay. It's, it's coming. <laughs> Once Just she shuts ready. the article, it's kids, done. It's you gone. can't learn about it any longer. Uh, it's gone now. Okay. But, uh, okay, now I want to tell you about something that Taco Bell is trying to do. Taco Bell. Bringing back the Mexican pizza. Mm-hmm. But also they're trying to freshen up their breakfast menu. Oh, sure. And you know what their motto is? Think outside the bun. Yeah. Think outside the bun. So essentially they're like, hey, we do the things, but not on the buns. Fine. Okay, great. But you still are trying to do the things, but not on the buns. Okay. Next. Yep. Listen. But, but, but I said it. Uh, They are trying a new grilled cheese biscuit breakfast sandwich. Ooh, grilled cheese. What does that mean? Hmm. What do those words together mean? Warm buttermilk biscuits. Okay. Topped with melted three cheese blend. Oh, the, well, is the cheese in the middle? No, it's over the top. Look at the picture and you'll get kind of a better. So it's like, it's like, I don't know. Interesting. It's like like they're just putting the cheese on top of the biscuit instead of under the in the middle of the biscuit over the sausage. So you can get like a plain one or you can get one with a snossage in the middle. Okay. Um, and I'm like, I, I don't know, that looks interesting. I, but when I think Taco Bell breakfast, I'm not thinking grilled cheese biscuit. I don't feel like this is in their lane. I feel like yeah. give this idea to a KFC. Or Arby's. Or, or not Arby's, Arby's Hardee's, Hardee's maybe. Hardee's. Yeah, that would be great. They, do, they do biscuits. biscuits and gravy? They oh. absolutely do. But I don't know. So this is just being tested right now, and it's being tested uh, in uh, at select locations in Knoxville, Tennessee. Okay, so we can't. Um, eat this we can't eat this yet. But you know, I just to the people of Knoxville, like I don't know, do whatever you will. But I don't know that we need this one to reach us. By the way, the Wagyu Burger Steakhouse Burger at Arby's begins yesterday and goes through July thirty oh, first. Okay, so we'll be working on that. Uh, perfect. Mm. All right, next. And finally, this one is a hometown hero. Okay. Our friends at General Mills are mm-hmm. rolling out some new Cheerios. Oh, okay. Limited edition cereals. Now, I don't know if you have taken a tour of Cheerios of late. No, absolutely not. There are 
so many flavors of Cheerios. Oh. You can get your chocolate Cheerios. Chocolate you can get your Cheerios? apple cinnamon Cheerios. Chocolate Cheerios are good. You can get your honey nut Cheerios. You can get a lot. Of, there's a lot of Cheerio uh, action happening on okay. your cereal shelves. So you're telling me that we're about to get some more Cheerios? Absolutely. Uh, let me take your temp on these. Banana caramel Cheerios. Uh, I don't. Banana caramel. I think that sounds so gross. Now, I'm not. I, I don't know that but artificial banana flavor and Cheerios is going to go together very well. I don't like it. I just, I don't if even need like to try it. If it was like a banana bread experience, like, you know, so it's like that spices with like maybe sure. a vague hint of banana, but like Laffy Taffy banana? No, no is she, is she? Holly, your thoughts on uh, banana caramel Cheerios? I'd eat those on the couch late at night. And try it, give them a shot. Yeah. What about, uh, this one is less offensive to me. Honey vanilla Cheerios. Okay. okay. Like, sure. I'll try it. Yeah, I'll I would try, try that. I mean, the, I would try all of these, let's be clear. But the banana just caramel, just, I'm not interested. That just sounds like not what I'm going for in my breakfast. I Like, I don't even go for Cheerios in my yeah. breakfast, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm not a huge, like, sweet cereal person anyway. I don't, well, I'm not a cereal person at all. Well, here's the good news. All but those biscuits, I think, will be available for us to try. And uh, like we said, we can put that Arby's one on our list, although I would like it with a side of potato cakes, but we can't do that. Sorry. It's fine. fine. Also, this article doesn't tell us how you're going to get it does say, oh, I'm sorry, nationwide starting this month for those cereals. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, select retailers nationwide. Okay. We'll be paying attention. And I mean, I would try that for cheat day. I would not ever like go out of my way. We, my, I will say my kids do love a Honey Nut Cheerio do they? over the regular Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. My dog loves Cheerios. See? We have to. We had to cut back on her treats, and the vet recommended plain Cheerios. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. She has a balanced breakfast. She does. No milk, though. When we return, I, that's not good for dogs. I feel like it makes them... Probably gassy. I don't know. I feel like it makes them puke. Okay, uh, when we come back on the Colleen Bradley Show... We're going to take a trip to a new restaurant, a new restaurant with very, very famous owners. Bradley's going to tell us all about mm-hmm. it after this on My Talk 1071. It's cool. Well, there is a new restaurant in the world with some very famous restaurateurs. Uh, and Bradley's going to tell us who they are and what the restaurant is on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley, well, tell us about this new restaurant. Let's get the Kardashian gang to get... Oh, oh, that's not a thing. People exclusive. Okay, you guys. We, uh, we need to talk because we now know why the Kardashians have always been talking about their dang salads. Why? Why? Because money. Money. <laughs> that should be a new segment. <laughs> so I saw this story and I thought, well, stop the presses. Here's an exclusive over from People Magazine. Chris Jenner invests in the restaurant behind the iconic salads the Kardashians are always eating. And I didn't actually know about this iconic salad, but I can tell you that we have talked about the Kardashians' love affair with salads on more than one occasion on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, well, Courtney Kardashian on her lifestyle website, Goop, gave her own version of her favorite salad, which was Me like... Poosh. What did I say? Goop? Yeah. Poosh. <laughs> which is just Goop. Named Poosh. It's basically... We'll talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's also something called the health nut. 
Have you heard of Health Nuts salads? I have not. Colleen. I have not. So apparently, if you're a fan of the Kardashians, then you already know that the Kardashians love Health Nut salads. But Chris Jenner made things official apparently recently by signing on as the company's first investor. And they say people can reveal exclusively. I'm like, yeah, because Chris Jenner sent a memo, yeah. a press release. HN Holdings LLC, which owns Health Nut restaurants in Calabasas, Sherman Oaks, and Manhattan Beach, California, announced the news today. These Health Nut Bulls have apparently made frequent appearances on Keeping Up with the Kardashians um, starting way back in 2015. And that has attracted legions of fans, quote unquote, since the chain's Calabasas location. Legions! Opened. Throughout the years, Health Nut's iconic salads have. Okay. Can we just. Drop the hyperbole yeah, a little bit. Cut to the chase. Iconic salads. <laughs> iconic salads? I, yeah. When was the last time you had an iconic salad? I mean, to me, the Maybe most like iconic. Caesar yeah, is like the most iconic salad. Would be like a Caesar salad, right? Right. Or a cob. Yeah. Or, I don't know, a wedge. Mm-hmm. These are iconic salads. But anyway, hyperbole aside, Health Nuts iconic salads have become a fixture in my home. As my family enjoyed countless meals from their Calabasas location, Chris Jenner said in a press release. I've always valued how Health Nut has been able to deliver convenience without sacrificing high quality ingredients and outstanding customer service. Oh my gosh. We are honored to bring Chris into the company and to have her continued support as we expand to meet our customers' ongoing demands. Said the CEO of Health Nuts, Steve Choi. We're excited to be able to provide more customers with a fast, casual, blah, 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 blah. Press release, press release, press release. Here is just another example of Kardashians doing their thing. This is, and not only doing their thing, but like this is a thing. This is sort of the pinnacle of a, a mountain they've been climbing for a long time. Because this this is not just a 2022 experience. As oh, they no. said, they've been back in 2016. Kim Kardashian posted yeah. uh, on her own website under Tossing the title "Salads with My Sisters." Okay, can I thought. Not, <laughs> can we not? That's just a like, but yes, to your point, they went all the way back to 2016. Yeah, they've been health nutting for uh, a very, very long time, and so. It's to me, it's like, what took you so long, Chris Jenner? I mean, they've been essentially marketing this salad yeah. company, and this is completely their brand, right? This is uh, exactly what the Kardashians do. They use their platform on their show to push other brands out to the fore. And so if they've been... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Gobbling up salads and tossing them with well, their and sisters And then to look around and go, okay, so we've now elevated your brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're now going to invest in it and make money uh, as a return on our investment. Yeah, it's the damn business. Did you want to know whose salad is whose favorite? I guess. Kim and Chloe go for the Chinese chicken salad, while Courtney is known to order the chef salad. Kendall and Kylie are fans of the chain's deluxe salad. I mean, great. Yay. The, Yummy! The thing I find interesting and funny about this, and it's so dumb, it's like so dumb interesting, but it is what it is, Yeah, is that Kim's ex-husband of a few months, Chris Humphreys, is an investor in one of our show favorites, uh, the Chris Crispin Green. Green. So, this like, and he did that years ago. So you'd think that maybe... They'd have been like, well, Chris Humphreys is getting in on the salad game. You know, maybe we should, being the big salad eaters that we are. Um, but much success, I wish. Yeah, to no, them. I, I confess, I had not known about their love for health nut salads. And I will tell you, when I look at them, they look, I mean, they look like good salads. Mm-hmm. They look like any, you know, array of, uh, of, salads you would expect from a salad place uh, what i find interesting and i don't know they if they, sandwiches i don't know if this is in this article but um paninis the person who they've hired to chop all of the cucumbers is kendall jenner that's cute but they should put that in a commercial <laughs> if they were smart i mean maybe it was the beginning no pun intended <laughs> yeah. seed for that right? could be honestly right i mean now everybody's paying attention to how kendall jenner slices a cucumber mm-hmm. i don't know I'm just saying, talk to us if you need more ideas, Kardashians. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid. Idiot. After this on My Talk 1071. Colleen and Bradley. Dumb people doing dumb things. We do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. I have I don't know about that feeling that you have right there. But oh. I've got oof. What's that? Oh, it's oh. generosity. I'm feeling it. What are Trippers. we feeling generous about? I mean, oh. that's on you, trainer. Because I happen to know that this prize involves you. It does? Yeah. Oh. It certainly does, Bradley, because this prize is giving away tickets to an event that you, yes, you, Bradley, you're emceeing. So it's a pair of tickets to Twin Cities Pride 50th Anniversary Grand Marshal Celebration and the Twin Cities Pride Awards hosted by one Bradley trainer on June 9th at the Women's Club of Minneapolis. Yay! 651-641-1071. Which caller? Two. Caller number two. And now, let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... And sometimes other places. Like? Wales. Oh, in the UK? Correct. Okay. Um, 
Oof. We are going to meet uh, a guy. He's a highly decorated uh, military sergeant major. And his name is Michael Ransley. Now, okay. I know that you know that we have had, you know, some weird years in the past couple of years where we yeah, weren't gathering at normal times, Global doing the pandemic. things. Yep, exactly. Doing the things that we like to do. Wear a mask, get your shots. Now, I just realized I'm confused about the timing of this story. So it must oh. be that we are talking about this in retrospect because some sort of, um, uh, I don't know, punishment or retribution has been decided. Not okay. retribution. That's You're saying that word. like uh, a, uh, uh, a decision yeah. hath been made in this criminal inquiry? I'm guessing. Okay. Because this is all about an Oktoberfest uh, gathering. Which... Is it's odd October. because this is May. Right, exactly. Unless they do it differently in Wales. Yeah. And I, but you know, the lovely Welsh Oktoberfest in May. So this actually was October 16th of last year, which, okay. unless they've moved October in Wales to, you know, May, uh, it really happened a while Maybe ago. Maybe this was when they had the court martial. Could be. So here's what had happened so RSM, Regimental Sergeant Major Michael Ransley, was concerned because this was the first time they would be gathering for this Oktoberfest in person. Okay. For a while. And so he was like, listen, I just like, I feel like we need to be on top of uh, the opportunity. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for people to drink and we haven't been together for a long time. And so here's what I'm wondering is if maybe um, I should help be in charge of trying to make sure people don't get so real drunk. Yeah, I mean, that's a good call, right? Yeah, like, right? We uh, probably should all be thinking about that if we drink and are going back into social settings we're not, or we haven't been in in a while. Yeah, so he, in a meeting with his superiors, they decided his part of his role at this October festival would be to, you know, keep an eye on people and make sure nobody was imbibing too much, right? Yeah. Keep an eye on the other military members who were going to be present sure. there. Yeah. However... Because this is the segment that we call Crazy Stupid Idiots. That prob- yeah, there's some problems. There's a twist. Okay. And apparently the 40-year-old decorated veteran, the most senior soldier at the German-themed event, himself got so highly intoxicated that he um, messed his lederhosen. Oh! What, he spilled like a pretzel and beer or what? No. No. What do you mean he messed his later? Well, let's just say he went to the restroom and... um, No, he peed himself? No. What? (gasps) He had uh, an experience that led to Uh him walking around the festival, highly inebriated, with um, that matter... Oh on his God. later hosen. Uh, according to guests, they were left horrified by the smell and sight of Mr. Ransley, described in court as the epitome of, oh, this they were in court, uh, the epitome of what a commander should be. Usually, he is the epitome of what a commander should yeah, be. Yeah, that doesn't sound like the epitome. But he was repeatedly ignoring advice to uh, clean himself up. They said he was smelly, he was oh. offensive, oh. and he was highly intoxicated. He ended up passed out. He got Thrown out three times. Oh, my God. It's a whole thing. So he had a hard reentry, a difficult reentry into social I think, life. you know, to varying degrees, we all have a story where <laughs> we messed our later But I have not soiled my later hosen, I will say. 
I mean, I sometimes, <sighs> you know. Yeah, no, I have not had this experience at all. Uh, so anyway, I, I do highly encourage you because there's something kind of delightful about the way they talk about him messing his lederhosen. Like, it makes it sound not so bad, but um, it's a it's a worthy story, and you can find it in the Daily Mail. Um, he's been stripped of all of his decoration. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Oh, all right. I don't know that they've uh, they've come to a... Um, a decision yet, but we do know that he did have to get rid of those later Hosen. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to go somewhere else? Yes. Now? Where are we going? We are going to, Oh, come on now. Come on now. Come on, Louisiana. Louisiana. I want to take you to the middle of a road in Louisiana. Why? Well, Why are you taking me here? <laughs> hey, uh, because a sheriff's office was alerted to something odd that happened. Now it's about three 30 in the morning on Sunday. When we find ourselves in a road in uh, Louisiana, deputies responded to Barrard Road in LaRoeville, Louisiana, regarding an illegal something. Okay. And they found something when they got there in the middle of the road. And it's what they found in the middle of the road at 3.30 a.m. on a Sunday Mm -hmm. that earned this story crazy, stupid, Mm -hmm. idiot status. Yeah. It was that guy's soiled later hose. No! (laughs) No, it was not Welsh later hosen, okay. which is like weird. I don't get it. But anyway, not Oktoberfest related. They found it was a, it, something, you know, something abandoned in the middle of the road. Oh, somebody's hover round. No, okay. a little bit bigger than a hover round. Okay. A little bit bigger than a hover round. Uh, a lot bigger. A lot bigger. Yeah. It's a pontoon boat. Bigger. A house? Yeah. Oh, stop. I was they joking. They found a house in the middle of a Louisiana road without explanation over the weekend. Literally a house in the middle of the road. Oh, my but gosh. But wait. What? There's more. It was abandoned. Somebody just abandoned a well, home. I was going to say, I don't think anybody was living in it. No. It, apparently, this is considered an ongoing investigation. Um, apparently, there... Uh, I have so many questions. Yes. There were a bunch of permits that needed to happen and somebody, you know, anyway, the moral of the story is this house was abandoned in the middle of the road and you can imagine you're not supposed to do that. They were ultimately able to locate the 46-year-old owner of the home who was then arrested and charged with obstructing the highway. I mean, I don't want to tell people how to do their job, but it feels to me like it wouldn't be super hard to figure out what had happened. If now, you know, it's probably you got an address on that house. Where's there a missing house? Yeah. You find that you find the owner. Now they've got him in custody. Somebody had to have been driving the truck. There's got to be a name on that. Can you talk to that dude? In addition to the fact that it was an abandoned, you know, that the home was just abandoned in the middle of the road. Apparently, um, the transport itself was illegal. So the owner didn't get all of the paperwork mm. needed to like, because ha- apparently you can't just move a house on the road I, listen, without a permit. Listen, the world I live in is still just amazed that we can just r- roll houses into new places. I know. There, There's a show, some house renovation show where they like, that's what they do. And I can't remember the name of it, but they move houses. That is Or like you walk onto a, like a lot and pick the house and then they remodel it and ship it to your lot. 
That is so wild. I know. It's crazy. I feel like that's mostly in the South where they don't have like basements and things. Well, I don't know. sure, but still. I forget I mean, the name of the show anyway. Someone still will amazing. Email. Okay. Thank you. Don't leave your house in the middle of the road. Thank um, you. Thank you. Somebody come pick up their house. Pick up your house. All right. Now we're going international again. We're going to New Zealand. Okay. And we're going to meet Kyle Maital. He's also, he goes by two names. He also goes by the name of Kyle Archer. And um, he is a driver. He drives a certain kind of a truck. Okay. And it's the kind of a truck that dumps things. And, um, well, it turns out when he dumps things, there's an assigned place he's supposed to dump these things. And he didn't adu- he didn't dump it in an assigned place. Now, the first thing I'd like for you to tell me about is what you believe he dumps. He dumps uh, garbage. No, it's trash. But uh, bodies. No. Oh. But it comes from bodies. Oh. He dumps dumps. He dumps. Okay. He dumps waste. Doo-doo. Human waste. Sewage. And sewage. Exactly. Now, uh, there is a place, dumps. there is a facility where he's supposed to dump the dumps. Well, I would imagine you have to go to the dump site. That's the town dump. That's oh. what you're supposed to do. No, it's, but it's like a sewage dump. Yeah. it's a, There's a sewage dump that he's supposed to take that waste to. He, by the way, transports somewhere between 4,000 and 6,000 liters of waste. Wow. And there is an assigned place where he's supposed to dump that waste. However, he did not dump that waste in the proper place. Oh, no. Where did he dump well, it? Well, he dumped it in uh, the On Orini that. Canal, which is a water course home to indigenous fish and oh, habitat. Oh, no. For other indigenous birds near that area. Now, you might ask. Oh, my God. He literally dumps sewage in like yeah. a natural habitat. Yeah. Now, you might say to me, why did he do that? Uh, I'm I'm actually going to say to you, why did mm-hmm. he do that? Like, why didn't he take it to the facility where he was supposed to do the dumping? Why didn't he take it to the facility where he's supposed to do the dumping? I'm so glad you asked that, Bradley Trainer. Because he was just sick of being at work and he wanted to go home. And oh it was God. closer to just dump it over there than it was to go all the way to the facility. That the makes me think facility. of like... Okay, how long have you been I ju- that came, working on that one? It just came one? to me. It just was, came. Was it Sometimes it arrives and you're not ready for it. You just, when you go, when you, you got gotta, it, when it's when there, it's you gotta, there, you gotta, you gotta go. Out. Yeah, exactly. Um, this reminds me of like every kid who had a paper route who just dumped their papers like in a ravine because yeah. they were like, I'm out. Does it I remind you of I some this happened to somebody I know uh they didn't want to continue with their job and so they bit Pre- themselves and pretended, pretended it, was it was a dog, dog bite? Who are, who told you that story? I, I wonder. don't remember. That's me. Bradley Trainer. I was a very creative teenager. <laughs> I did I got fired from that job. FYI. The only oh. job I've ever been fired from. Probably because when they looked at your bite marks, they were like, huh. That dog sure got human teeth. Dog has human teeth, and that was the end of that. Yeah, I don't think they believed me for a moment. To be fair, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for us to play a game, and that game is called the Throwback. You know what? Here's what? the deal: we're gonna have a chef surprise when we come back. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. I we will go sure to that chef surprise buffet on my talk one oh seven one. Holly, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Now, uh, usually at this time, we play a game called the Throwback Live. What? Sorry, it's not going to happen. 
It's just not going to happen. Sometimes things happen, kids, and Mm -hmm. that's okay. It's true. Sometimes plans change, and it's important to be nimble. And so in our nimbility... Uh, Holly Roberts. I'm going to tell you what's on the monitor oh. right now. The Smile Actives toothpaste commercial. Oh. Not really. That's not what we're doing. No, <laughs> it's not. Uh, but Holly Roberts, I know that you have a uh, a story that is confirming everything that we suspected. Yeah, Colleen and Bradley, I want you to feel good. Do we get to take a victory lap? Yes. 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 We like victory laps. This is a, short. Oh, a victory lap of sorts. Going back to the first hour of today's program, you can listen to the podcast at MyTalk1071 right now. But Bradley, you brought a story about why Rob Kardashian wasn't at Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's Italian nuptial spectacular. Yeah. And you were speculating on some reasons, perhaps, why Rob wasn't there. Yeah, and Colleen, I think, did good detective work in laying out that we've been here before. You know, the this is not the first wedding for a family member Rob has skipped. You'll remember he didn't go to Kim and Kanye's wedding. And it's and always about his confidence. Poor Rob. And his lack of confidence. I would say probably his pa- his mother has given him that lack of I mean, confidence. I feel like it goes way back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we you know? guys, exclusive details have <gasps> been unearthed dun, dun, dun. via page six about why Rob Kardashian wasn't at Courtney Kardashian's wedding. Now, you guys had speculated maybe he was in Italy. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just didn't want to be photographed by the cameras for the Kardashians on Hulu. Well, turns out, according to exclusive sources, he just wasn't even there at all. And the reason was He didn't want to be thrust into a camera-ridden event. Mm -hmm. So, the thing about that is (laughs) that, um, what do we know about celebrities in the world? They like attention. They like attention, but also there are some who don't really like attention. And you only usually see the ones who want attention getting attention, I think is your point. Exactly. And so... Most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. There are, you know, telephoto lenses that often sneak into areas they shouldn't. But But we also have to really care about those people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is maybe not... The Kardashians getting the telephoto treatment. Yeah. It, be, well, Mostly how can because they? Because they make it available exactly. themselves. Exactly. They are. They provide it. But when it comes to Rob Kardashian, I, I don't understand why. Why he couldn't have just said, "Hey, FYI, don't want to be on camera, so I just want to be wherever the cameras aren't." And at which point, if you're a loving, caring family member, you go. Yeah, that makes sense. That's totally fine. Yeah. We just want you there because you matter in our family. So like, for sure, we just won't have you on camera. Here's a perfect uh, an analogy or comparison. Think about Amy Osborne. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't Amy Osborne the Osborne that was never a part of the reality 100%. series? And I bet she went to family events that were filmed. Yes. She oh, just yeah. wasn't a part of them. Yes. Also, remember, Ozzy Osborne has a totally different set of children. I didn't even remember that. Well, because they never were on the Osborne series. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's also a matter of like most of the cameras at the Courtney Travis Barker wedding were Kardashian paid. Yeah. Because they're for the production company. Here's what it is. So again, if Rob doesn't want to be in the show or if they don't want Rob to be in the show, Mm -hmm. they have complete control of who's on camera. Mm -hmm. Also evidenced by the fact that Beyonce was allegedly there. 
And I don't feel like Beyonce is going to end up in that episode of the Kardashian, keeping up with the Kardashians. No, in fact, okay, so two things. One is, I wondered at first, like, maybe they have, like, a blanket uh, release that they had everybody sign. However, to your point, you know, Beyonce did not sign, was not going to, no. And and for the Kardashians, it's probably more important that they have headlines saying that Beyonce was there than it is for them to have her on camera. Yeah. Because they'll get attention for that. But then why doesn't Rob get to have the Beyonce treatment? Yeah, exactly. Well, because they don't like him. Oh, well, this exclusive source over at page six. No, it's not because they don't like him. It's because there's something going on. But I don't buy the line that we're getting from tabloids. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the tabloid headline from exclusive sources, exclusive details. What does that mean? It means the, the couch coming from inside the house. Sent a memo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're saying that Rob prefers to stay out of the spotlight, so he would have been uncomfortable going to such a high-profile party, even though it was for his sister. Also adding that Courtney Kardashian was understanding of Rob's decision. Also, a second source tells Page Six that Rob isn't big on public events or traveling, but is looking forward to celebrating with Courtney and Travis when they get back home in California. I just, I don't. Uh, maybe he doesn't like to travel. That could very well be. Maybe he doesn't be. like to fly or something. That could very well be. Because he did not go to the other Italian wedding. I do, have a, I do have a question. Did he go to, that we know of, did he go to Kim Kardashian's special super secret island COVID party birthday? It. If he did, we didn't see it. The one with the um, uh, hologram of her father? Because That's a good question. I do not remember him being there. I don't either. Uh, okay. Well, you know, yeah, you know, this, that could be, I actually, basically he might not like to travel. I mean, uh, but at the end of the day, the moral of the story is whatever line is being fed to tabloids is not the truth. Because again, it just doesn't make any sense that if you wanted to be there for your sister's wedding, but wanted to avoid cameras that you Uh couldn't somehow accommodate that. Yeah. I feel like that's totally plausible. Therefore don't trust the Kardashian. Thank you. Yeah. So basically, Holly, you, um, Vindicated us. Yes. Yeah. Victory lap. Mm-hmm. Victory lap. Oh, by the way, were you guys wondering where Scott Disick was in all of this? Well, I just assumed he wasn't invited because you know that's awkward. Yeah. That. He, yeah. He was at a strip club in New York City. Of course. Mm-hmm. He was at Sapphire early Monday morning, trying to find more people for his portfolio. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. I'm just right saying. Now? If he is, she's twenty oh. something. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, but that's his thing. Yeah, apparently Scott Tisic was chatting with one woman in particular before heading out. Uh-huh. Oh, great. I have to say, <laughs> I have to be honest. Like, you know right now, that was by design. In his mind, he was like, where is the place I can be seen where I will appear to have the fewest concerns in the world about the fact that the mother of my children is marrying not me? Yeah. Ever. Has not ever, will not ever. And it was a strip club. Which is like kind of a middle finger. Yeah. Which is what Scott Disick does And par for the course. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. It all comes full circle. It sure, Mm -hmm. sure does. Holly, I am flying blind, and so I have absolutely no idea how many seconds we have left of this lovely, wonderful party that we have been throwing for the world. Well, your vaudeville hook is coming in five seconds, so (laughs) don't worry about it. Just tap dance a little more. Thank you for that. For those of you who are like, we are... 
Where was my throwback live? Don't worry. It'll be back tomorrow. We had to fix some things in Yield Studio. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow. And Lori and Julia will be coming up next. And we say thank you to you for listening to us today. Stay safe out there and be excellent to each other. Bye. Bye.